All right, well, Vernon, we got a, a, another week here, big week for you, and a special guest. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what's going on? Yeah, man. So today we have our, uh, I guess we would call it our January uh, Jeremy Grant winner of the month, and this uh, close personal relative of mine, you know, my little brother, uh, Rodney Amir Burgess, Rodney Amir Burgess from Late Bloomer Cinema. Um, you know, Rodney, if you guys don't know, Rodney is an, an artist, uh, chef, you know, one third of 2400themovement.com. And uh, he's with us today to, to promote what he's been doing over the last year, you know, and uh, let us a little bit behind the scenes of uh, what's going on for, for Rodney in the, in the last 12 months. So, Rodney, welcome. Welcome, Rodney, from Late Bloomer Cinema. Welcome. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. Great to have you on, Rodney. Like we're, uh, you know, we're we're excited. When Vernon called me, whatever, I guess probably seven seven months ago now, and we originally sort of had the idea for the podcast. A lot of his motivation was coming from, you know, stuff that was going on in your life, which is really interesting to see. Kind of, you know, the way that we all can influence and impact each other's lives um, just by communicating. So, you know, it, it's it's great to have you on as sort of part of the part of the 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 whatever it was the impetus i guess to start this show even so that that's pretty exciting right i mean that is um when he took when he told me that um that kind of helped uh, almost like a um fulfillment within my purpose because that's something that i wanted to do like um i'm not really the preachy type but i i, I like to try my best to lead by action so to know that my actions led to somebody, you know, changing their mindset is like a great thing, a great feeling. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's really exciting. Um, you know, the the uh, Vernon sent me a video this week <clears throat> of uh, him. What it was your son, right, Vernon? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Make it make make a little podcast on on a on an iPad or something. Yeah, he he. So he started his own podcast. He's rec he's recording too. So we have to get him on and plug him or something. But yeah, he's recording them, my six year old, and uh, you know he's just around. He understands what it is that we're doing. But you know, even even my daughters are talking about you know, ah oh, now you know I want to be a a part of starting and making my own product, and I want to. So so it's, it's important, man. We want to make sure that. Um, and Rodney knows this because I know we talk about it all the time, is that we're setting the right example for, for our children, you know, and the people inside of our household, our wives and our children, those inside of our household just start there. So, Rodney, how'd you how'd you get into uh, how'd you get into doing video generally? Um, generally, truthfully, I, I had no idea that I was going to start shooting videos. Um from the start, I, I wanted I wanted to be a music artist, um, still do, but um, you know that that costs money. Um, I wasn't I'm not young as young as I used to be anymore, and um, I wanted to step away from uh, you know working a nine to five, so I had to come up with something that you know kind of coexists with my creativity and being able to have control as like being an entrepreneur. So it was like. Um, you know, the next thing that I love that I think that I have a passion for was making, 
creating music videos or just creating some type of visual of anything. So that kind of that excitement for visual content or whatever. Right. Nice. Yeah. And and so what 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 are some of like the tools that you do with that? I've I've never made a video at all, so I I don't have any concept of like how you're doing this. Um, you you really you really don't need much. So you just need a good camera, um, a good lens, and you just need some a good software, and then you could pretty much create anything you want to. Um, you know today's time, um, the you know with with uh, technology increasing and getting better. You know, it's the the software and all the equipment that you need to create content is really is pretty much out there. Um, you just you know do your little research to find out what you need, what's the best product, um, and you can make it happen. That's great. That's great, man. So uh, before before you started, um, like like what was what was life like? Like, give me an idea of that that nine to five kind of period of time in your life when you were just kind of figuring it out before you were like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to make the plunge and start late bloomer cinema cinema. Right. Um, so what, what I was doing before videography, I was a chef. Um, I, I was a chef for, I would say six years, but I've been in a restaurant business for eight years. I started out as a dishwasher. Um, I worked my way up all the way into an executive chef to where I was like running a restaurant. Um, but I got, I got, I felt, I felt complacent. I felt like I felt stagnant. Um, I felt like I wasn't. I'm a to start out. I'm I'm a creative person. That's that's pretty much how I move. I, I do things off of creativity. Um, I like the um uh, the action of thinking of something and bringing it to its uh, existence. With with uh, culinary arts and working in the restaurant industry, you you pretty much can get to do that. But after a certain point, it becomes an everyday cycle you can't really break from that um and then plus with the nine to five structure um i just didn't like not having control of what i wanted to do um you know i was working 60 hours 70 hours a week um no days off rarely got to see my family um and it it, it just wasn't conducive for me um but when this pandemic hit the pandemic pretty much gave me in, um, gave me insight of what I felt that the mistakes that I was making wrong in my life because uh, uh, I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. Um, most importantly, uh, like if I really break down all the things that I've done as a, uh, an executive chef, that would be any inspiring chef's dream. I, I was able to be in local magazines, um, be on the local news channels. Um, I don't cook for thousands of people. There are different parties and festivals. That would have been, um, you know, a young chef dream, but I just wasn't happy doing what I was doing because I wasn't being able to express my creativity. Um, so when this pandemic hit, um, it pretty much uh, gave me time to reflect on myself uh, about what I was going to do because it was either I was going to go back to that or I was going to figure something out um, different to change my life. And I chose videography. So was was there a moment that you could you you remember going back to in that time where you had to make that decision that was just extremely pivotal pivotal in your process of making a decision from going from nine to five executive chef working for somebody else 
to entrepreneur and I need to lean all the way in to the side of being an entrepreneur? Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say because it, it, it really wasn't. It, it really wasn't like um, one pivotal moment. So in, in, the, in the past three years, it's been like uh, I would say like three sequence of moments that that really um, where it really told me that I need to make this decision. Um, three years ago when I lost my father and my brother, um, I lost them with like in the, in the months of distance. Um, it was another moment a year after that. I think I told you about this. Well, I, I said it at the demonstration meeting where um, I was working. Um, and then the owner of the restaurant came in with his grandson. And then he, he was, you know, in front of me, he was telling his grandson that one day I will be working for him. Um, so th I took that as a certain way. And then it was when the pandemic hit, basically, um, when I realized, for one, um, you know, the world stopped. So my resources stopped. I wasn't even able to take care of my family because I was dependent on somebody else. Um, and then you know, just knowing my, my unhappiness with what I was doing before that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't happy about life, my own life. Um, those three things that happened within those last three years was all to me was all the pivotal things that made me like make that decision indefinitely. It's funny. The, uh, the change when you go from like, you know, excited to be at work. And then you hear something like someday he'll work for you. And you think to yourself, like, why am I, why am I going to work for him? <laughs> I, I, I could do this. What like, and that, that transition from, you know, the realization that there isn't a gatekeeper that's stopping you from doing something right. The person, the person that is stopping Vernon and Devin from starting a podcast or the three of you guys from starting 2400, the movement or the person stopping you from starting late bloomer cinema, the only person stopping you from doing that is is you, you know, and and that's kind of that's kind of a wild sort of mind shift to go from go from one to the other. So in that sort of uh, you know experience, tell tell me a little bit about you know in the beginning we're like we're all like we're gonna start a this and, and we imagine a big dream and then we end up with with spices right. So we 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 have to like we have to find our reality and then work our way towards the big dream. And we sort of understand that. So can you talk a little bit about like the beginning of late bloomer cinema and how you sort of imagined it would be, and then how the reality of that might be different or might be the same. So to get into that, um, I think that, um, one of the, one of the key words that you said for me that helped with my mindset of creating late bloomer and me just even starting that process was um, really that word dream. So my whole life and everybody I know, even just within the world, everybody used the word dream. Um, but to, to me, it, it, it became almost like not to get too deep, but it's almost like the word hope that they use in religion. So it's like, you hope for something to happen with no action behind it. And that's why I felt about the word dream. The dream was like a, a fantasy with no action behind it. And I knew that that using that word within my mindset is what, you know, is one of them things that 
kept me stagnant. So I had to change my word to goal. I changed that word dream to goal. Um, cause I knew with the word goal and everything around it, you have to have a plan and then it has to be action behind it for it to be, um, true. Whether you, whether you fail or you succeed. Um, and then that's what I kind of carried in when I created late bloomer. Um, you know, late bloomer stands for what it stands for. So late bloomer is for, um, everybody who felt as though their time has passed and whatever they choose to do. Um, I wanted to be a music artist. Um, trying to be a music artist at 31 is not really that uh, acceptable. Um, but I wanted to be able to talk to that market because I knew a lot. Of, I know a lot of people, not just in the music business, but just in life general. Just even just within my family, just knowing all the things that people wanted to do. And nobody even attempted to become the, the person that they want to become. So I wanted to create something that resonates with people um immediately it understands that there's no time so i have a saying that um there's no time um uh for a flower to bloom a, a flower is going to bloom regardless of, um, of its circumstances or anything around it it's a process that you can't stop it's something that happened in the beginning of time and it probably will be at the end of time um so that's that's pretty much my thought process that went into uh creating late bloomer my expectation um, was pretty much that I wanted people once they once they saw the name and they saw um, the content that I was putting out, um, the type of caliber artists I wanted to work with. I wanted them to see that. Um, I wanted them to see that this was it about. It wasn't about uh, you know just being any type of videographer or just somebody with a camera. It was somebody who was relaying. Um, a message which which with my technique and the type of artist that I was working with and for, as far as um what I see now I feel like I'm 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 definitely getting the results that I expected um the first thing that people says to me uh the reason why they chose me for their videographer was the name that's the first thing they, they say like I, I picked you because of the because of the name because most of the artists that I work with are artists who felt as if their time was over. Um, they felt like they didn't it was over for them. They felt like life uh had caught up with them. They their mothers, their fathers, they got responsibilities, so they felt like they didn't have time um to pursue their careers. So once they saw that name and then they got into seeing my message, the things I talk about, um, and then once they saw the quality, everything just kind of came together. It sounds like your your target market really is sort of people that you have a lot of empathy with that you sort of understand at a natural level, and then also um, sort of people that are that are uh, you know tr they're they're trying to continue to to push their art in a similar way that you are. And so that that sweet spot has made like a really easy way for you guys to collaborate. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, because I, I, I think that's an, I think that's a, um, a aspect that, uh, the human aspect that we miss. Like we we forget that you only get one life, right? Um, and we 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 I, I feel like people move and live as if they're gonna get another try. And, and I want people to understand that there is no other, there's, there's no another tribe, there's no another man, there's not another life um, that's going to come after that. So, like, 
why not become the person that you know you want to become? So, and, and, uh, right. I think like, you know, one thing that Devin and, and what you just said about, you know, linking up with those people that, you know, are kind of, you can work together, be collaborative. Like I think knowing you, the coolest thing is, is the conversations that we have about late bloomer. It's not about like, Hey, I want to get on. I can't wait till I do a video with Drake. Like, you know what I mean? Like whether it's Drake or Joey from down the street, you know, to be able to bring that person's art to life, that's all you about. And, and yeah, it'll be nice to blow up and be on some mainstream level and start working with the, the artists that's selling millions of records. Yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, that's not why you got into it. You got into it, you know, from the conversations that we had is to be able to be the artist that you know you are. You know what I mean? And, and, and whether you, you know, end up doing that with that million dollars gross sales artist, or you end up making a video for Joey down the street that one day pushes Joey to another level. Either way, you'll take it. But to be able to create is 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 what it's all about. And right now, the the people that you're able to, you know, build that connection with and get, you know, to give you that chance are the people that are on a similar level to you. And that's okay. And that's okay. And I think as creators and as people who are artists, it's okay for your customers to just be that regular person down the street. Like they're just as much of, Joey's just as much of a professional artist as you are. You know what I mean? You guys don't have to be signed to a label to be doing the same things that are that you would if you were signed to a label. You know, the, the, we was just talking, me and Devin was just talking about how there's so many platforms now where you can get in on is way easier than than people think it is. The hard part is staying consistent, disciplined and doing the work. But getting on and becoming a, a videographer is not difficult. The hard part is doing the work and being consistent and delivering what you say you're going to deliver on. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that that statement as far as anything. I mean, I have done a lot of things in my life. It's, it's not hard to do anything that you want to do. The, the hard part is staying consistent, um, staying disciplined. Um, most importantly, staying motivated within it. That's that's one of the hard things to have, too, as well. You can also lose um, motivation and inspiration quickly. So um, it's also important so to have passion behind that as well. Um, and you know, once you have all those things, everything else become easy. Like this videography, staying consistent in this is very easy because I I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the people I meet, and um, like you said, yeah, I, I'm able to be the creative that I want to be. Like it's to me, that's it's that's success. Like that's success for me. I feel I feel successful. I never felt this feeling in my life. And I used to think it was going to be about something different, but I feel successful because I am being the person that I wanted to be my whole life. Mm. To piggyback on that, you know, what do, what do you see the future of Lake Bloomer being like? Like, what do you what is, what is the next couple of steps in your goals? Um, as far as the company, I wanted to be a, uh, a I wanted to be a solid production company. I want to be able to. Um, to basically do what I'm doing on a larger scale. I want to be able to help artists um, 
you know, like you said, Joey from down the street, anywhere to be able to get quality videos for their to help their career. Um, I, uh, as far as the artist market, I know that's the, that's a uh, major problem is artists is not able to pay for quality videos. Um, as far as a company, as far as the message and purpose behind the company is, um, my same thing. My my same purpose is, is what everything is to change the mindset. You know what I mean? I want I want to tell people that you can accomplish and become the person that you want to be. But it's all within the mindset of changing the way you think, um, changing the way you do things, um, and taking a, a, an assessment of yourself. Um, you know to help you move forward. You know, being being honest with yourself is is uh, it's a lot harder than I think people give it credit for. You know, like there's a lot of people that I've known in my life that are, uh, I wouldn't say like deluded, but you know, they they don't they don't see themselves and they don't see the reality. And you know, to kind of put it out on myself and to like and Vernon, right? Like we were both talking about having a business, but we weren't making any steps forward, Mm -hmm. right? So. So to be honest with yourself and be like, here's how I'm going to do that. And to switch that conversation, like you said, Rodney, you know, that's, that's something, that's something big. Um, Can I add to that real quick? It's funny. Rodney said, uh, you know, changing that word from dream to goal. Like I I remember the moment that I say it was you that changed it for me, Devin, in a sense where, you know, we, again, we used to talk about business all the time, right? Like we used to have this dream, you know, of, of starting, or at least me and you, the conversation was more probably about me starting a business uh, in the early parts, right? We would talk six, 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 and then it would be about, yeah, me and my wife, we want to start this. And you'd be like, yeah, whenever you do it, you got me, like, I'm here, I'm ready to support. I'll, I'll invest. I believe in you. And it was, and it was really in his dream stage. And then you said the words, let's record it, let's start a podcast. And that was the moment that it became a goal. And then from there on, we, we had these markers where we were like, all right, we starting a podcast, it's going to be this day. And then we we did that one thing. And it became the, these setups where it was just all these goals that we put down on paper. And we just kept hitting them, kept hitting them, kept hitting them. And then next thing you know, 30 weeks later, I took that dream to a goal into a actuality to reality you know what i mean so you're hundred like going back to that that word of dream is at some point you got to take your dream and turn it into a goal yeah yeah i think that's i think that's like right on rodney that that process that vernon and i went through right so there's the um you know we, we've talked about the the stair step approach and then we talked about like the hundred having a thousand people who are your fans and like, there's a couple of things that have come up repeatedly uh, in the podcast that have gotten us like, you know, I don't know, they're valuable lessons that we think about or, or, you know, influencers that wrote an article or did a YouTube talk or something like that, that, that we kind of rely on. Um, do you have anything like that that kind of helped you bridge that gap or that you're using as a guide going forward? Anything like that? Um, can I? Nah, not not really, not really. Um, I I think everything. I think it was just me. I was just going for it. I, I didn't really have um, anything to look at or any 
um, I would say standard to 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 measure up against. It it was just, you know, I want to be creative. Um, I I picked being a videographer, and I kind of just just went for it. Everything that I I, I have changed or uh, incorporated into, I, I guess, my process is just just learning from my mistakes through the time of being a videographer. Well, and you're releasing content of a variety of different stuff now with 2400. Why can you tell me a little bit about what that uh, 2400 experience has been like in creating content that's uh, you know different from music videos? Um, that's that's definitely something new. That's something completely new. Um, you know, mu- music videos is, is different motions and you know different settings. Um, that content is um you know i I never done a cook uh shot a video for a cooking show so that's completely new um or shot uh you know a round table talk where we talking about certain things so that's completely new as far as the content but i like you know that's something i'm I'm also excited about uh you know learning and getting better at as well um you know i definitely want to be able to create dope cooking content uh, maybe I, that's something a new market that I can you know flood into, um, but the, as far as the, the you know the uh, creation, um, it's it's really um, a group process. Uh, you know, Brennan and our other business partner Kunta give me a lot of ideas um, to help me, you know, create or help you know create a final product for it. Yeah, can I let me ask you this though, right? Like so, somewhere something caught your eye right like because when, when i watch your videos like to me it there's a certain level of art to it right like like i think you really have this this keen you know eye for the arts where you definitely you're doing more than just running a camera and sitting down or like just taking pics somewhere along the line like was there a you know a, a, a director from the your childhood music videos or movies that you you can remember like that them catching your eye with their style or how they brought things to life is there somebody like that that kind of gave you that motivation um in terms of like how you were going to be as a videographer and content creator um yeah you know what yeah um he's not a music video director um, but he's just, you know, a regular director, which is Spike Lee. Um, Spike Lee, you know, is just, as far as his movies, like, uh, he's just one of the guys that I idolize when it comes to film. Um, I've been watching him since I was a kid, so all, all his techniques, um, his storytelling, how he does things, and he, even the unorthodox thing, unorthodox things that he does in film. Um, is what always caught me. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Do the Right Thing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that movie or remember it. Um, of course, <laughs> of course, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Rob. It's just a lot of it's a lot of um things that he done in there. You know that I just I just used to love. Um, and and, and you know and and that's the that's pretty much I say that's the person. Um. I, I, I want to be like I want to be as a personal goal I want to be like this generation Spike Lee um, as far as the, the guy with the camera now how about like 
I think the one thing about Spike and just hearing him talk, like his community really had an impact on him as a videographer, like just how he saw the world. You know, if you if you look at early on, a lot of his early films were pretty much based in Brooklyn, a, a lot of them in, in his old neighborhoods and, you know, you know, shot basically like kind of with the backdrop of his community and an environment that he came up in. Tell us how how that affect how that had an impact and, and an effect on you as a videographer. Um, it, 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 it's, I think it's important. Um, you know, you know, showcasing where you come from is very important. I think for anybody, uh, you know, especially when it's a community that's needed of something to uplift it. Um, you know, similar to my community, I feel like it's something to be uplifted. Um, I, 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 I liked, I respected the fact that he kept, um, you know, New York, um, Harlem within all his movies for one it it, it, it showed it shows the history um, of that neighborhood I think that's what a lot of new uh, the newer generations forget um, the history of where you come from um, the people that come from uh, where you come from that's just like you that made it to where you want to be um, and that's something I want to incorporate. That's something that I do incorporate. Um, not just in videography. I, I kind of I carry that with me just as a person. Um, no matter what I do, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to represent my neighborhood. I want to represent Clearfield. Um, there's a lot of pivotal people from that neighborhood, that block that, that I grew up with or that I learned from um, that I have respect for. And I also want to help, you know, put more, I guess, on the legacy for our neighborhood. So that's what I respect about Spike that what he did for New York. I don't like that he's a Knicks fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything but that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So you know, uh, that's that's it for me, man. I, you know, um, Devin, you got any more before we, you know, head out of here? No, just just. Uh, Rodney, how can, how can people find you? Where can they see your content and learn more about you uh, so that they can follow along in your journey? Um, uh, for right now, just uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram is like my main platform. Um, um, that's at, at, at Late Bloomer Cinema. And as well, um, now 2400 The Movement. Um, you mm. know, I feel like both of those go together. Agreed. Hey, j- j- I do got one question for you. For you, What's your, what's your nine o'clock? You know, and, and, and that and that term for us here on the show is every Tuesday morning at nine a.m. We we stay disciplined and committed to doing an episode. W- what does that look like for you? What what's your nine o'clock? Um, what's my nine o'clock? That's a good question. Uh, shit, I, I can't. I truly can't even. I don't even know. My schedule. Is- I know we we got one that's twenty four hundred. I know that. Yeah. You know, you know, we we meet every week, uh, you know, every every Sunday or Monday. And it's consistent. We met yesterday. Um, But yeah, late bloomer. Anything? Truthfully, I I don't know. I I can't really answer that question. I mean, my schedule, you know, was up. It's every day for me, truthfully. Every day, because I I, I, once the, the second I feel like I lunch or I feel like I slack or I take off or not you know, go full throttle for it, I, I feel like it's over for me. Mm. 
that's a good note to end on there. Uh, so for our audience, yeah, man, check out Ronnie. Check out all his work, Ronnie and Mayor Burgess. Uh, check him out, Late Bloomer Cinema. Um, if you want to keep up with us and continue keeping up with us, check us out on Twitter, uh, at process underscore is. Instagram, the process underscore is. And check out the website, theprocessisblackandwhite.com. Some of the episodes are available now on theprocessisblackandwhite.com. So tell a friend, man. Tell your family. Tell your mama. Tell everybody. You know, you tell your mama, she's going to tell everybody. So, you know, that's it for us. All right. Talk to you next week.